Three words. The Viking experience. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, now, thank you. I, <laughs> could 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 you think of a, a more awful? I mean that that's the name we were talking on the last podcast about Max Moon, um, Damian Demento, those kind of guys, and yeah. then here they come out with the Viking Experience. Uh, why? I mean that's a Vince call, a hundred percent. Oh God, yeah. Why though? Like hey, why? Why do you think? Like, Let's call him the uh, the Viking Experience. I like it. But why mess with it, dude? I mean, why? Like, and I'm not like a, a, a you know a War Raiders uh, mark here, but I mean, that's they're on the main roster because ev- because people like them and they got a reaction and they did well in NXT. That's they're familiar with them. Is that why change? I don't understand. It's not like they're coming from TNA or, or All Elite or something. And you need to rebrand them. I don't yeah. get it. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Um, not that the War Raiders is a good name either. That's a horrible name, also. Well, it's, I know, no, <laughs> it's funny because I think back to the first time I heard War Raiders, I was like, ugh, that's awful. But now I'm like, <laughs> exactly. God, anything, anything that Vikings go back. Yeah, it's like it's like if something is so bad, then you make it worse to go back to the original bad name, maybe? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I don't get it. I, like, beyond that, I just don't get, um, I don't get the presentation. I don't get the Viking experience gimmick. Like, so now they're, they're Vikings? I don't understand. I... I I just don't understand, like, why, what, what the, 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 the gimmick is. Well, he, the horses in Corey Graves said, and guys, they really do live the Viking lifestyle, including eating raw meat. <sighs> Jesus, God. I mean, was God. it necessary to say they eat? We all know they don't eat raw meat. That, that, that's, yeah, no, we, yeah. I mean, was he yeah. watching super, was he watching 1989 Superstars episodes? He to had get, to, I'm honestly, dude, Vince had to have fed him that line. Vince must have been in a, in a, <laughs> a nostalgic mood for that. And look, here you, Ryan, way, Ryan, you be Graves. I'll be Vince in the headset. Okay. Uh, yeah, these two are real big powerhouses. Uh, we're say, they, to s- see them. say they eat raw meat. Say the Vikings. They're like real Vikings. Say it. Looking forward to seeing them debut. And you know, uh, you know, Saxon, these guys actually live a Viking lifestyle by eating raw, raw meat. meat. Say raw meat. I said raw say meat. Say it Saxon. again. Did you hear me? I said raw meat. They oh, yeah. Them. Oh, yeah, Graves. I know that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> and look, dude. I'm sorry, but any, naming naming anything the experience, like something, the blank experience, is just, I feel like it's so lazy. It's, yeah. It's, like, it, it almost is like, um, it sounds like a, a, a theme park ride. Exactly, like that's that. exactly like what Epcot. it is. Yeah. It's awful. <laughs> it's really awful. It just is awful. And, and by the way, I, uh, if you look at, like, WWE's track record with that sort of gimmick, like, with either it's Vikings or Nomads or Out. Outback or Highlanders, like they've all just been turds. None of them have lasted. No. Any gimmick that basically starts as like a, um, as these sort of uh, uncultured people that, that are just like <laughs> from the middle of nowhere that just all of a sudden show up in WWE, they, those gimmicks are awful. Find one that has worked. I mean, the Wyatt family worked and then it was dead. Like they had no, Luke Harper and Aaron, Eric Rowan had nowhere to go. Yeah, I, but here's the thing, dude. I, I feel like even that was a little more. Uh, none of it was believable, but I feel like when Bray first debuted, it was he wasn't as supernatural. He was almost like the creepy cult leader from the from the backwoods or by yeah. Like it, it, it was a little more believable because it's actually a place in America that makes sense that someone would be from. But like the Viking experience, 
God. And by the way, if anyone hasn't figured it out, all those promos with the buzzard in the box, that's for Bray Wyatt. I mean, it's pretty yeah. obvious. I wonder where that's heading. I really do think, though, that buzzard's going to get over. I think that buzzard's going to start showing up at live. Like, I could, I could see crowds popping for that buzzard. But did you see there's a new toy now? They got rid of the buzzard on the new promo? Um, is it the one with the doll? Like, yeah. The, the, was, the rocking chair? That was creepy, by the way. They did a good job with that. And it was wearing the Sister Abigail, like, the thing over its yeah, face? Yeah, 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 yeah. What they need to do is have Bray come back with Sister Abigail. Like, have her actually be a person, not, like, his alter ego. Yeah. I think Nikki Cross would have been a good sister, Abigail, but they would have. You know, yeah. Instead, they just wait. Now she's just going to never get over. Never. Instead, instead just the, like, the, 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 the San, let's go, another group, Sanity. I, if anyone ever thought Sanity was going to make it, they were wrong. Yep. Just an awful group, awful people in it. Just a couple I mean, fat guys. Just, I get, I get the fat guy, like, like the Viking experience. These guys move way better than they should at this weight. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fine. That's great. It's great that they could move, but sure. everyone can move. That's the problem. Everyone's a great athlete now. Yes. They're not hiring guys like Nails anymore. Right. Or, or John Earthqu- Gonzalez. Or, or, yeah. Actually, Earthquake was a good athlete for how fat he was, but, but, but yeah, exactly. Those kind of guys, they're not around. Even like yeah. Warlord. He was just some big, big brute who could just like, yeah. you know pick someone up and do a body slam it's like everyone now is athletic everyone it's like they're yeah. taking nfl players or, or like college football players people with real athleticism finally it's not just some you're it's not like uh you're at gold gym and there's some slob doing a bench press and then scott hall's like hey man you want to uh, come to atlanta <laughs> <laughs> which, is ex- which is exactly how it used to work by the way exactly yeah i mean if you watch the hall of fame tori wilson basically her story is that her boyfriend took her backstage, and then Kevin Nash is like, "Hey, you want to uh, next week? You want to come out and uh, be uh, someone's uh, like David Flair's uh, girlfriend or something? Yeah, or you want to do a bikini contest? About that, about that story, especially is like, it, it, you know, for every one that turned into a Tory Wilson, there had to be a thousand that didn't. That Nash would just like just try bang. to try to try to hit it. You know, <laughs> like I'm sure every every female that that he saw back there was like. You know, you want to do a program? You know, like, uh, <laughs> let me talk to EV. I think I could fit you in or whatever. I mean, it, I'm sure. And especially with how much he used to drink or still drinks, like the, the amount of lies and bullshit a guy Kevin Nash, like Kevin Nash, <laughs> would just shovel at people to get laid, to get drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine you, you're so excited about monday night raw or about monday nitro and and you know some guy in the back and, and you're so excited like oh man i'm gonna get to go backstage at nitro and and i have my this girlfriend tori wilson's like at that point is like you can't you almost can't have a hotter girlfriend at that time yes especially right. if you're just some whatever that guy was i don't know what his job was i don't know how he met tori wilson but he was so lucky to have her as a girlfriend and then yeah. he takes her backstage and she's instantly gone yeah, I mean, what a, what a life change, right? Like, literally a half hour prior, you guys were in the car, and, like, uh, you know, you, you picked her up after your job. Where he, he probably makes, like, he's probably like a merchandise maker. He, he met with, like, a, you know, the Brooklyn Brawler to see if they wanted to order a bunch of new hats or something. That's probably why he was there. And, like, you know, that they just have this shitty normal life, and then all of a sudden he goes home alone because Tori's on the road. <laughs> that's it. Goodbye. She, she, leaves, she leaves town that night. 
Nash is like, don't worry, I'll, I'll stop and get you some clothes. Don't worry. But you have to leave with us tonight. I mean, that's what kind of a girl does that? Oh, God. I mean, that's, I never thought of that. That's funny. I, I heard that story, but I didn't really think of it that way. Like, just how, how quickly that poor boyfriend must have just been, like, just thrown aside. I, I, I don't think yeah. that they made her leave town that night. But it was like, but that's funny. <laughs> but it was like, it was basically like, oh, next week, come yeah. on the road with a bunch of guys that all want to have sex with you. Yep. Then she ends up dating Billy Kidman of all people. Like, yes, yeah, that was an odd one, dude. Of all <laughs> of all the guys back then that probably you know were uh, were top of class. Like they, she, she she went to Kidman. Like you would think a Buff Bagwell, maybe a, a Scott Steiner, of course. Sure. A yeah. uh, you know who else? Who who are who are the other body guys? Uh, a, a Mark? A, a uh, uh, who else had great body? <laughs> Even like a you know a Scotty Riggs probably. I mean, oh, Rig, per- that's a great yeah. example. Great body. Yeah. Though. Right, but even even that one would be more understandable than Kidman. I mean, just an odd odd pairing there. I'm starting to think that Scott Hall and those guys were just so creepy that the girls wanted nothing to do with them. Oh yeah, dude. Well, they still are. If you, if you read Hall's Twitter, if you look at like, yeah, you can tell honestly. Because here's the other thing: if you listen, like, okay, so like, let's just say today's divas, right? You'll like, uh, you'll see Bailey being like, "Oh my God, I love Mark Henry. He's such a teddy bear." He's <laughs> you know that he's probably a legit stand-up dude who probably really does have her best interest in mind. I have never once, ever, and I bet you haven't either heard anyone, aside from Tori Wilson, shout out Nash, but they've been like, oh, and Scott Hall, thanks for taking me under your wing. You were like a big brother to me. <laughs> you know? Never. <laughs> well, there was, there was Scott Hall's end game was always to get laid. There was there, He was oh, never yeah. trying to actually help someone. When you hear stories never. about Dusty Rhodes, it sounds like he was actually trying to help people. Oh my god, yeah. Well, yeah, because they say, like, Dusty really helped my promo game. You know, Dusty really pulled me aside and, you know, gave me the key I needed to unlock how to talk on the mic. And that seems very legit and believable, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All all the other compliments, too. They'll be like, Fit Finley really taught me how to do a a flying cross body. You know, I really appreciate all that. You know? (laughs) Yeah, but with Scott, it's always like, hey, hey, yo, let's, uh, you want to be on the program? Uh, we're staying at the Holiday Inn, room 69, by choice. And he winks at her. Yeah. Then that girl has to make that horrible decision. Oh, man. Uh, God. Just awful. Just like, I mean, like, did you watch The Dirt, the Motley Crue documentary on Netflix? I never did, no. It just came out. I did, oh, no, I haven't. I thought it was, well, the yeah. book, oh, the book, I was thinking the book. Yeah, yeah the book, the, it just came out like a month ago. It has like Machine yeah, no, Gun I, Kelly I plays Tommy Lee and stuff. Oh it, wow! No, I didn't. Yeah, and like, uh, do you watch Game of Thrones or no? No, I'm I'm oh. like familiar enough with it, but and the people on it, but I don't I don't know the. Well, the guy show. the guy Ramsey from Game of Thrones is in it, and gotcha. Pete, Pete Davidson plays their manager and stuff. But um, it, like just the decisions you have to make. It, it's cool, I'm sure, to have sex with Mick Mars, but then it's like, oh, yeah. I mean, whatever you think you're getting out of the deal. And then what reality is, it's like, okay, so you're leaving your boyfriend, you're having sex with Scott Hall, then then he leaves town, never talks to you again, has a Polaroid of you that he shows everyone in every other city. <laughs> er, er, this is Rose from uh, Poughkeepsie. What, what do you got? What do you got this week, Pac? Oh, man, I got, uh, this is, uh, uh, uh Karen. I met her in Birmingham. <laughs> and we used to trade, we used to trade Polaroids. 
Oh my god, dude, that's hilarious. You can <laughs> You know they did god. stuff like that. And I'm sure they wrote their numbers down on the Polaroids. Then they were in the back in that town. Oh, know, yeah. they, they could browse through their catalog and see which one they wanted to stick again. <laughs> and you know X Pac would make them sign on their boobs or something? <laughs> Put your number on your boobs. <laughs> oh God. All right, all right, let's trade a couple Reddit. And do you think they would trade, because the, they had the numbers and the picture, so do you think when they would trade the picture, they would actually call the girl? Oh, yeah, no, you get the if you get the picture, you get the number, yeah. <laughs> so they would roll up to, like, Milwaukee or something, and they had, like, oh, I got two redheads in Milwaukee. Yeah, but then Kid. how does it go from there? Like, if, if, if let's say X-Pac calls, uh, you know, uh, Trudy that, that Scott Hall did, <laughs> he would be like, hey, uh, Trudy, you don't know me, uh, this is Sean uh, Waltman. Uh, kid, no, this is kid. Kid's yeah, kid. kid. Uh, you can call me Sean, though. Wait, hey, wait, 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 hang on, hang on. Wait, 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 who is this? Uh, it's it's Pac. Uh, I got Pac. your number and Polaroid from Scott Hall. Does that who, sound familiar? Who, who's that? Scott Hall? Yeah, from the NWO. Oh, the wrestler guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I haven't heard from him for uh, nine months since last time. Well, oh, I'm not calling for him. I'm calling for me. Actually, he we traded <laughs> Polaroids, and I uh, I ended up being able to have sex with you. So, oh, okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Scott though, he would let X Pac set it up, and you know he'd break into the room and kick him out. All right, party's 100%. over. Party's over. Good. Could you imagine, Abe, how, how literally how brutal it would have been to be friends with those guys? Like, the, even the tightest friends, like the clique, right? The, you still would not be able to rest easy thinking they had your best interest in mind. Like, oh, no. Those guys would do anything to, like, for themselves. Anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it will always, like, taking a dump in your bag. Like, that was once a week. Of course they had to do that. Well, but even with each other, even the best friends, like, if... Let's say uh, Hall gave Pac that Polaroid. The second Pac's done with her, you know Hall's going to his room to call her to be like, hey, why don't you turn around? I got one more for you. (laughs) (laughs) I always found it disgusting that despite the fact that they were having sex in every city, they still would get two bedrooms and share rooms to save money. Like, yeah, so a kid had a girl in his bed. I had a girl in my bed. Then we switched. Then Kev came in and took both of them on. God, it's, it, it is, honestly, dude, it's so weird. You would think, dude, honestly, honestly, God, with all of the people there around and all the travel and all the, just like the, the tiredness and like the, the, that whole lifestyle, the only thing that would give you a reset in any way is being alone at night, at least. Yeah, not hearing X-Pac having sex with two girls. Yeah, or waiting for the shower or just like, you know, hearing someone on the phone. Make, like yeah. hearing them watch TV really loud. Him, I mean, X Pac calling the girl in the town they're driving to that night. Like, you know, I love you, right? You're coming. You're gonna come right to Holiday Inn. <laughs> you know, I love you. <laughs> yeah, I've been in love with you, kid. Hey, what's up, girl? Uh, you know, I love you, right? So, uh, Holiday Inn. Uh, I, 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 oh, could you could you get there yourself though and make make sure you have a way to get home? Oh my god! You can you, you drop us off in Fond du Lac after. Oh God! All the using they must have done on people. Like oh. I'm sure that doesn't happen as much anymore. But like, uh, you know, back in the day when, geez, they probably used and abused so many relationships and people burned bridges and. You hey, know. hey! Ask her to drop us off. <laughs> tell her, tell her we're going to Davenport, <laughs> Iowa. Hey, uh, can you take a? Uh, hey, babe, uh, any chance you could drop us off at Davenport? That's like seven hours away. Yeah. 
Who cares? <laughs> tell her, tell her if she doesn't take us to Davenport, she can't come to Milwaukee. Okay, I guess I'll do it. <laughs> for, that's what I'm saying. These poor. That's why if you're a, and I know actually, uh, ladies do like wrestling. So there are some yeah. ladies listening, and you know you don't have to. It's not worth it to have sex with Jake the Snake, especially in no. 2019. Please. No. Like I, I know, I know he has like new teeth or whatever. But it's, oh, it's even and even Jake the Snake. Trust me, trust me. He's still a scumbag. I know he's cleaned up and everything. Trust me, when you get into bed with him, he's still sick. Oh, it's, dude, yeah. I mean, it, it, in many, many ways, you're like talking, Jake dude. may not be shooting, you know, meth into his ball sack anymore, but like that doesn't <laughs> mean he's not like stealing money from people and and. You know, thinking about robbing a pawn shop. Like, he's probably not, like, he's still got those awful tendencies. He's 100% going to rob you. He's going to oh, ask yeah. you He's gonna ask you to get him pills and not to tell anyone. Because mm-hmm. I know he's yeah. done that. I, I know someone, when he was here, like, not too long ago, I know he asked someone for some pills. Mm. This was, like, within the last two years. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that he's going to ask for some pills. <laughs> well, look, at this point, at this point, Jake asking for a few pills is 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 basically a, a, the same as me and you breathing oxygen. Like I think as long as Jake isn't isn't like you know smoking, uh, you know, meth or crank or whatever yeah. in like a gas station bathroom, like that's that's considered a win. And so putting, by Jake being clean, I mean like ten pills a day is probably clean as hell for him. He's not putting a pinch of venom in the heroin just to make it just for that extra rush. <laughs> venom. <laughs> <laughs> just put a little just a little pinch. Put a little uh, pinch from the mouth of the snake. Oh God! <laughs> but yeah, if you're, you know if you're weird too, it's like when you hear stories about those guys too, it's like um, you know, you hear like uh, someone like even like Rod Stewart. I think a couple of months ago came out and said that he used to take cocaine anally. He used to put like a oh little rock God. of coke in his ass because it, it absorbed quicker. And you know, dude, if you really ask Jake, like, how would you like what all the different ways you would ingest drugs? That, like when you start getting into the, the orifices that aren't. Oh typical yeah, typical for drugs. Like that's how you know you, you're you're really on the wrong road. Well, yeah, because all your veins are all like shut down. Like you just can't get to them. Yeah, you know that song "Stay with Me," right? By Faces, which is you know Rod Stewart. Yeah, yeah, of course. He's like in the morning, don't say you love me. Like that that whole song is about um, like kicking her out and and not calling back. Like yeah. he wants to just have sex with her, leave, <laughs> and don't call me. <laughs> Uh, oh man yeah so like it just it just all if you're if you're a lady like just really think about the payoff because you're gonna be depressed right you're gonna be like oh i thought i thought i had something going with kevin nash even though he's married and we met at a strip club yeah you don't trust me you don't no one has you never will never you met him at shoney's at three in the morning when he was covered (laughs) in glitter Scott Steiner owns a couple Shonies. Oh, yeah. That's why I said Shonies. Yeah. <laughs> Covered in glitter. Do you ever see that video of him uh, like in, in a tractor with him and Rick Steiner? No, I haven't seen that. Yeah. But I have seen him at the, like, the ribbon cutting and stuff wearing like a shirt and tie outside of the Shonies. Yeah. And then they were doing like an autograph. It was like him, Kevin Nash, and some other people doing an autograph <laughs> signing at Shonies. I think he bought the Shonies because he said that like that was one of his favorite places to eat on the road. Which is hilarious. He's like, Shoney's is the best food, too. Yeah. <laughs> I can guarantee you, Scott, I can guarantee you Shoney's is not the best food. Was it? Wait, were you on that thread where we were talking about the, the current Scott Steiner feud? Uh, Yeah, with Hornswoggle. He's calling him like a midget and all this stuff. Like, 
He's like, I know it's not politically correct to say midget, but you're a small bastard. <laughs> what, kind uh, what a hot dude. But I mean that if what an awful just that that's the worst feud. And what what federation is that taking place in? Oh, I have no idea. Literally it's not. No it's idea. not TNA though, right? It's something else. Right? No, no, it, it's it's some indie fed. I think that that has both of them out there. Okay, so it's like a one time deal. Yeah, I think they, they, they may continue it because I remember I heard Conrad talking on the podcast about how he saw him over Mania weekend doing some they they work so you know how like every every company now no matter how big or small works in the city that Mania is in yeah yeah one of those like little I think Indie Feds had that one so. God, and is that like the hot program that all the indie federations are taking on? Like, like yeah, I mean, why that, dude? Honestly, of all the indie wrestlers, of all the people on the circuit, that's like that's the one that got the the, the top billing or the headline. I don't get it. Hey, man, I'm putting on a show in indie, man, and uh, I got to get that Hornswoggle Scott Steiner program to headline my show. <laughs> and they're both willing to do one promo piece too to go with their rate. And you only got to pay them 50% up front, 50% when they get here, 50% at the door. Can you imagine not paying, paying Scott Steiner his full rate? No, no. Or, and up front, too, like uh, like three days in advance, too, so you're fucked if he doesn't show up. And you know what he does? I guarantee he does this. He, he tells them that he only requires 50% up front. Then one day before the event, he requires the other half sent to him directly, or he won't yep. show up. Yep. He does it every time, I guarantee it. What do you think? And this is like, uh, uh, and I, neither of us would know. I mean, maybe someone listening can uh, would know and, and can message uh, you or, or me. But like, what do you think in 2019 today? Scott Steiner uh, it, it asked for when he when he's booked. Like, what's his fee? Oh man, five grand or less? Five, you think it's okay. less? I, I was thinking anywhere between you know like twenty five and maybe thirty five, but. If we get but, but see, how do these how do these companies? This is what I don't get. How do these little companies, these 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 federations that that bring in, I don't know, a hundred, two hundred people who are paying ten to twenty dollars each? Yeah, dude. How do they make that that payment? I don't get it. Oh, I'm on. I'm actually on right now. Um, BootyDaddy.com. Yeah, and you could actually book Scott Steiner on here. God, I'd love to. If you would, if you'd like to book Scott Steiner, you will need to include your name, phone number, event name, blah blah blah. Doesn't say the amount though. And you know, Scott calls you back. There's no way that's like he has a staff. Right? But he, like, but he acts like he acts like he's an assistant. But it's 100 yeah. percent his voice. Totally hey, what's up? Uh, <laughs> this is uh, Scott Minor. He calls uh, himself Scott. He's that dumb. It's still Scott. It's Scott Minor, and uh, oh. uh, you want to book Scott Steiner? Uh, yeah, I was hoping to. Uh, that, that was that's why I called. We have an event coming up in about. He charges years. ten grand. Oh, that's a little high for us. Is there any negotiation? What are you looking for? What are you looking for? I mean, the best we could do is probably like three. I he'll do three. <laughs> 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 you got to pay fifteen hundred up front. Uh, okay, yeah, I can, we could do that. Send it directly yeah. to me. Okay, can I get like ten minutes to talk this over with my with my? Team? All right, forget it. Deal's over. <laughs> oh you want God. me or not? I mean, you want Scott or not? You want him? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> when I was I was um at a bar in Richmond, Virginia, and there was one of those wrestling events. I don't. It was like two thousand. God, like 2008 or nine, probably. And they had for some reason WWE and TNA guys wrestling at it. And they had uh, Scott Steiner was there, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, 
um, JBL, Farouk, Goldust. God, that's weird. What, a, what a big, big name event for a little uh, thing. AJ, crazy. AJ Styles, Gail Kim. Wow. So we were at this bar afterwards, and Scott Steiner walked in. He's like, you guys got any food? And they're like, no. He's like, fuck. And then he just <laughs> left. Oh, that's awesome. And AJ, AJ, AJ Styles was acting all protective over Gail Kim, too. It was weird. Doesn't AJ, AJ, that's weird he was at a bar. Isn't AJ, uh, doesn't he not drink? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if he was drinking, but I, I mean, there was nowhere to, keep in mind, this is a rich. Yeah, right. That's like the, literally the only place to be. Yeah, I get it. And then I went to an after hours. There's this disgusting after hours place where like everyone in there was like doing crack and cocaine and stuff. <laughs> I went in there with D'Lo Brown um, and I brought them there because I knew about this place. Yeah. D'Lo Brown, <laughs> um, JBL. Ron Simmons. That's crazy. And they were all they were doing was just trying to get laid and like they were just trying to drink everyone's alcohol. And it was so it was so disgusting. The whole scene was just gross. God. But I just remember guys. How do they how do they do like honestly how do they recover like if they do a night like that how are they back in in action in good shape by tomorrow. Well, don't they like drink that? Uh, what's that stuff? Babies or uh, Pedialyte oh, or whatever? Pedialyte, yeah, yeah, that, that might help. Probably. And then I guess all the all the uppers they're on too. Probably. So never mind. I mean, how do you? It's, it, that's a good question, though. I mean, if you do that every night, or because you know, there's a lot of guys who they get drunk every night and they work like a union job every day. Though yeah. they, they get drunk, and they, then they then they probably stop off at the, the Family Express and fill their their thermos with like a, a, like a wine cooler or something. <laughs> But that is a good, I mean, I think if you get, if you get used, if, if you're no, like people who live in, in uh, like third world countries, all they know is that they have to walk six miles every morning to get water. Like that's all they know in their life. Yep. Yeah. So they're so used to it. Those guys are used to working hard labor for 10 hours, sitting at the bar for six, waking up completely with a completely dry mouth, completely hungover, Ew. and then just what, drinking some Pedialyte and going right back to work. God, what a life. So like Scott Hall would have like Triple H driving him to the hotel. He probably had to walk him in. Like he, you know, yeah. you know, he's falling down. All right, all right Scott, uh, have a good night's sleep. Get, get out of here! I hate you. <laughs> Try to take my spot. Good night. Triple H him good night. Have a good night's sleep. Ah, that's funny. I hate you. You mentioned AJ uh, just for a second, and and I I don't know if you noticed this, but like I just want to say this before I forget. So on the superstar shakeup, which I have a couple thoughts on, but one of them, uh, like when AJ Styles shows up on Raw, the way that the common commentary team, uh, the announced team, was like explaining who AJ Styles is and yeah. kind of giving his back. What is that? It's ridiculous. Like, it's ridiculous, <laughs> dude. Why? Like, does Vince honestly? I can't. I. I, it's, I think it's official now, and I don't know why we still debate it. Like Vince clearly thinks his audience is mentally challenged. <laughs> he has to. I mean, both shows are on USA right now. They're both on the same time, yeah, back we to just back days. Watched WrestleMania where they were all on the same card. They're all. I don't, dude. I don't get it. He, Vince either thinks that everyone's watching wrestling for the very first time, <laughs> or that like his audience just doesn't have a fucking clue. Or that, that people, some people must just like, they don't watch Raw. I'm only a SmackDown guy. Yeah, which isn't true at it's, all. It's insane. <laughs> the, the only thing that is true is that people only watch Raw and they don't watch SmackDown. 
that would be the only way it worked. Yeah, for sure. And but, even, but, even that being said, when when uh, when Braun Strowman or whatever comes back to Raw or whatever, or whatever if, if a known guy, I understand if like, oh, if Mustafa Ali came to Raw, okay, yeah. fine. Explain who he is because maybe you don't watch yeah, or SmackDown. Like Tony, give, give me a little background on Tony Neese if he shows up or something. Like, <laughs> exactly. That's fine. Yeah, we don't need background on Mick Foley. No. Uh, as you know, I, I just don't understand this. Mick Foley, the uh, general manager of SmackDown, now back to Raw. Uh, Mick Foley was a legend in this sport. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, I was af- I swear to God, dude, I was afraid they were going to do it when Reigns showed up on SmackDown. Like, this young Roman Reigns, uh, you know, once, once part of a group called The Shield, he had a, you know, he had a, a hell of a pedigree, and then, boy, he had a, a heck of a year. A blue-chip uh, yeah, athlete, looking, if we've ever seen yeah. one. God. Uh, honestly, it's it's one of the things I swear to God that makes me like. It just makes me not want to be a fan just because I, of how little respect Vince has for the audience. If you treat your audience like with, you know, like with with enough respect to think that they would know who AJ Styles is, that goes a long way. It's stupid. Uh, if you don't know who uh, this is, a young man, AJ Styles. Uh, I mean. <laughs> Wrestling and this, you know, it, it really does happen every year after WrestleMania, though. But it, right now, wrestling is just awful. I mean, it's as bad as it'll ever be at this moment. Every time yeah. of the year, and I always forget how bad it is after WrestleMania. Yes, but this time seems even worse because the superstar shakeup, like you said, was just ridiculous. Like just, and now Rey Mysterio is on Raw. It's just like there's nothing. At least the draft, there was a little something to it. Yeah, well, and that's the other thing is like in kayfabe or in storyline terms, what I don't understand, I really don't, and maybe I'm overthinking it, but I don't get how or why or who's making these decisions. Why? Why all of a sudden is you know um, Eric Young showing up on Raw? Like who made that happen? Yeah, I, at least with the draft, it, it, from a storyline point of view, it was it was like the shows GMs were drafting or or you know, I don't know. It, it, it just had it had more like um, pro- plausibility. Yeah. I, who's why are they, why how? how who decided that Roman was going to SmackDown? And why would you give up Roman Reigns if you're Raw? Exactly. Like what's exactly Abe? Like where is the negotiation? <laughs> what did Raw get for Roman? Who made that trade? It would be who much more. Up? It would be much more interesting if they had if they started treating wrestling, especially if you're going to keep this two brand crap which I yeah. don't like at all. But if you're going to keep it, you should say, oh, Raw signed Roman Reigns to a one-year contract and then have this crazy negotiation. Seem, dude, yes, Abe. Yes, dude. Yes. Like I, the, I agree 100%. Shane, Shane I mean, should be like at Raw like trying to get Roman to come to SmackDown. It should be this crazy negotiation. And then eventually yeah. they make a trade. Like, oh, well, we signed Roman. We signed him to a deal with, with a franchise. We gave him a franchise. They could have franchise tags. Like, wouldn't that make yeah. it more exciting? So much more exciting. And you could you, you could even, you know, I mean, you could do matches where, like, you know, if this guy wins, you know, he's, he's now on SmackDown and Raw. Or there's so many different, like, story offshoots that would come from that presentation of of an actual draft or an actual pick or, you know, treating it that way. I, I love that, where you said sign him to a one-year deal. I mean, honestly... Anything is better than just like, oh, here's, you know, Kalisto on SmackDown. Okay. <laughs> How, why? How? There's just no, How? there's absolutely no thought put into it at all. None. And, but like you said, though, it, it happens every year at this time. It's the late, it, 
it's crazy, dude. For for being a workaholic and for a guy who sleeps three hours a night and a guy who's supposedly just obsessive creative, I mean, I'm sure Vince is busy and he's got a hell of a, a, a schedule, but, like, give me better than this. I mean, this is as lazy as it gets. It really is. It's It's sad. You know what was even lazier, and, and I can't even deal with this anymore, was the the Roman Reigns Superman punch to Vince. At this point, it's not fun anymore seeing Vince get punched. He's too old. He's brittle yeah. and old. Like, it's not like, like, I think I've talked to you about this before. Like, when does tripping, like, if I saw you trip right now, I'd have a great laugh. I mean, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, for sure. It'd be hilarious. But at some age, you see, like, even if your mom tripped, it still might be funny. But if, like, your grandmother, like, there's a certain age when, like, if your dad <laughs> tripped right now, I think you might still laugh because your dad's um, not I, old I, enough. I might, but I, I, yeah, it wouldn't be the laugh that I would have had 10 years ago. Like, it would be, no. it would be a chuckle, <laughs> but, like, it would be a, a, a kind of a nervous chuckle. It would be a nervous chuckle, but then you would check on him. Whereas if, if your yeah. brother Kevin tripped right now, you would have a great laugh and then oh, leave I, the, I, and I then would, leave the I room. Would, and then say, like, I was pissed I didn't film it. Yeah. I mean,. <laughs> leave the room you're right and it's, you're absolutely right it is the same as Vince. i feel like the last the absolute last time that it was enjoyable even slightly and even this was pushing it Steve Vince in in a compromising position was when ko headbutted him and made him bleed but even that was still like ah he's old Don't but then he that. gave him that frog splash and it scared me yeah no you're right but see yeah. that that actually worked a little bit better because they were treating vince like an old brittle man in that, in that storyline Having your hero Roman Reigns punch him doesn't make sense. It doesn't. You know. You know what? The the la- when Vince. Do you remember the match at WrestleMania when Bret Hart wrestled Vince and he yeah. just he just beat the shit out of him with a chair for like an hour. Yes. I mean that that like the first the first time he knocked Vince down it was great, but then every moment after that, and then all the Hart brothers I think came in and beat the shit out of Vince, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did he like take turns kicking him in the face or something? I think so, yeah. I mean. That it just that that to me was when things with Vince stopped being enjoyable. Him getting beat up, like it's time to just stop that now. It's not. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Why would your hero Roman Reigns punch an old man in the face for no reason? Actually, what was the reason? Because he because he brought out Elias. Like, I mean, there is no reason. You're right. The, the storyline reason doesn't exist. The real reason that they, that they thought they would do it is because obviously Vince, you know. Vince has been a notorious heel, so I'm sure that they're still trying to, to get Roman over. And I, <laughs> I, dude, I swear to God, Abe, if they even if they go the route with Roman, where they try to make him into a Stone Cold or a Becky Lynch, where it's like he, he's the underdog or has to fight. They redid that. They redid that. No, I know, but if they do it again, if they do it back, where he's like, you know, he maybe like they, they tie in the leukemia and and. And they just put, I mean, they make Roman this, like, he can't, you know, he can't, uh, I, dude, I don't know. It's I'm so tired of this thing where these, just to get over, you put the guy that you're trying to get over in the ring with this, with the villain owner and think that that's enough to do it. You know what you're I right. found out Why from cancer? Super punch Vince? Why? Why? It, it made no sense. Yeah, I had cancer, but the real cancer's y'all. The real cancer's y'all. <laughs> All of y'all, all there, right there, all y'all. Fat boy right there in the front row, your lady, God, your lady, look, your lady's looking at me right now. You're the cancer out there. You're the ones that dude, made me. Dude, wait, Abe, it could be even better. If if Roman comes back, let's just say, and I don't know, you choose him to do it now, but like six months and he, he makes an announcement, they tease an announcement, he returns, or he comes out and he says, uh, you know, I, it, 
I'm really sad to inform you that the, the cancer has returned. Oh, God. But, and then he stopped and yeah, he's like, but it's, it's not y'all. in my body. It's out here. Yeah. I'm looking at it. <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh. Yeah. They need that so God. bad right now. If they the, the Roman the Roman Empire with the Usos, the Usos right now, please put on some suits and just be henchmen at this point. I mean, you could still be, and you could have all the gold too. Roman with the yeah. world title, Usos should have the tag team titles, right? I mean, there was nothing better than when like DX had all the belts, right? They had the world title, yeah, the tag yeah, team yeah, titles, yeah, yeah. European title, they had everything. I mean, yeah, that, everything. What? And if you have two shows like that. You could turn over an entire show to a faction like that anyway, because it doesn't matter, especially SmackDown, a two-hour show. They could run the whole show. Yeah. Give Roman the world to... And and it'd be perfect now because Kofi Kingston's the champion. He's the perfect guy to turn on. Yeah. Then you you have a feud between the Roman Empire and the New Day. Three on three. It's perfect. That is a good idea. That's a great idea, actually. Yeah, any... The Usos need to refresh... um, I feel like right now the only two possible feuds that could ignite or make us feel like still excited about Kofi would be either some tension with the New Day or or something like that where where a guy like Roman turns on them. Yeah, this Kevin yeah. this Kevin Owens program that they're getting into, I think, with Kofi and Kevin Owens, uh, that doesn't dude, work for me at all. What is that? Like, I, I was reading some like message uh, stuff on Reddit. Like, this, there was a post, and, and I was shocked at how many people said that they love Owens as a face. I, Ugh. I don't dis. I, here's the thing, I don't hate it. I'm just like it just doesn't. It's not there yet. I don't. I don't know. I don't. Maybe we're just so used to him acting that way, and then just you know destroying somebody. You think of like the festival of friendship and all that shit. But it, I just keep waiting for him to just annihilate everyone. But he's not. And it's just weird. Yeah. It does. It just. Ugh. Yeah. It's weird, dude. It's it's weird. Why all of a sudden is Kevin Owens like this happy go lucky like good time guy? I don't get it. That's why he's a hundred percent turning heel. I mean, it's it's. There's no way that Kevin Owens is this it's happy. Better. No, he is a hundred percent. It makes it's a million percent. He's going to be a heel and, and feud with Kofi. You have my okay. word on that. A hundred percent. It I has hope. to be. Dude, if not, I mean, it's, it's horrible. They turned him into like Eugene or something. It's awful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's acting <laughs> extra stupid, like the 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 thrusting of his hips and the pancake eating yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah, and I mean it's a hundred, yeah. it's a hundred percent that he's feuding with Kofi, but it's an yeah. awful feud. Like I don't care about that feud. No, I know, dude. Me Instead, it, Roman, right. the Roman Empire comes out, talks all this shit, and he could he could be aligned with Vince too. He should be actually. Dude, this is the guy idea. I hand I handpicked him. He's a blue chipper. Like you know, I've read that um, Vince wants Randy Orton to be the champion when SmackDown comes to Fox uh, because of, because he has the look. No one has a better look than Roman Reigns. I mean, that's the face you want for the program. And can you imagine him in sunglasses and a suit with the belt? Like, he'd look great. Yeah. I mean, that's the look. And then he comes out with a Sarah in a ponytail, the Usos with him. The Usos will look great in suits. Take the fucking uh, grills out of your mouths, assholes. And, and stop talking like uh, Ben Roethlisberger and, <laughs> and, and, you know, Eminem. Yo, so, uh, yo, so, uh, yo, yo, you in the Uso penitentiary. Yo, yo, Oos, what's that, Oos? Oh, oh God. <laughs> yo, what, yo, they on fleek, Goose? Oh my God, dude! <laughs> <laughs> welcome. Then, then, then after uh, like six and a half minutes of gibberish, welcome to the Uso penitent. It doesn't even make sense. 
it doesn't mean anything. It's like the Viking experience or like Roman punching Vince or how these people show up on the show. Where is the logic? Where is the explanation? What does that mean? What does that mean? Welcome to the Uto, Uto Penitentiary. The pen, okay, if you break it down, first of all, you're welcoming someone, which is not, it's like, if, if you're actually going to a penitentiary, you wouldn't say welcome. It's yeah. not like a welcome. Uh, the Uso Penitentiary is obviously not a real place. It's more of a figurative <laughs> punishment jail, I guess. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. It just makes no yeah. sense. I can't. You know who I can't stand is Jay Uso. Jimmy Uso I could, stand, I could at least deal with. Jay Uso is just just speaks a hundred percent gibberish. He has no redeeming qualities. He, he's the one who always gets in trouble. Well, actually, J- Jimmy's Uso is the one who got in trouble last time. But Jay yeah. Jay Uso is a complete piece of trash. Which one's with Naomi? That's that's Jimmy, whose real name is John, which is, makes yeah. it even more confusing. Right. I mean, why not just call him Johnny Uso? I mean, what's a, why does he have to be Jimmy? Yeah. I mean, Johnny so Uso true. isn't much different from Jimmy Uso. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Oh, it's funny too. Like I, I like uh, Lacey Evans. I saw the other day. Um, I do like her. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious to see where it goes. And well, I do have one more thought. But like her real name is Macy M A C E Y. Like God. Why? Like why not? I mean, what what was so bad about Macy that's so much better about Lacey? You know what's bad about Macy that they don't own the name Macy, so they do that just to own the name. Yeah, you're probably right. That's so 100%. Here's my, concern, here, here's my concern with her, though, in terms of how she's at, where she's at right now. So she's she's feuding with Becky, right? Is that what's happening? Is yeah. That what we, yeah. So I don't get because the only way that that works, and I don't think they're taking the titles off of Becky this quickly. So that means that Lacey Evans is going to lose her first feud. So then, like, wh- where does she go there? Like, I, you would think that they'd give her something at least to come out looking strong and. Yeah, she should have came out and attacked Bailey and got a clean, a nice clean win to get things started. Yeah, or, or some or other like jobber like Bailey or something. I mean, yeah. just someone who could who could do the, do the honors or Mickey James or someone who would like give you a, a decent rub, you know, by working with them, but but not. But yeah. who doesn't really get? Hurt and it would be losing. it would be a good I mean, time to give Dana Brooke a feud, right? Like she comes out, talks shit about Dana Brooke. Go. Yeah, even though Dana Brooke's, all, I would cut her immediately, but but she's there, so let's use her. Yeah. Let's do something with her. Oh, by the way, the Viking experience, one guy's name is like Igor or something, and the other guy's name is Eric. Like, how do they come up with that? Oh, it's Eric, and then some, like, really great Viking name. Yeah. Well, it's got to be Eric with a K, I'm sure, right? L- let me see, because it's... Yeah, it's got to be. That's the Viking way, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, warm, uh, are they even on the website? Oh, here we go. Uh, so Raymond Rowe and Hanson. So what are their new names? Oh yeah. Eric with a K. You're right. Oh, and Ivar, Ivar or something. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wow. So like, why is, why can't they just both have names like Ivar? Don't call one Eric. Eric. Because now, now, now you set him up for failure because it's every tag team for the most part breaks up at some point. Yeah. And now you're just left with Eric. Oh my God, dude. It's so true. It's so true. It's a guy named Eric. You're right. It's just a fat guy named Eric who's lost his partner, lost his gimmick. It's just a big, giant, fat guy with no. Per- like, we don't know anything about them other than they eat raw meat. Like, wh- how are we invested in just some slob named Eric? At least when the Powers of Pain broke up, you had the Warlord and the Barbarian. You could do something with both of them. 
Yeah. Eric? God. <laughs> it's awful. It's so awful right now. It's so bad. There is one it's there's so, one so there's one shining light and that's Sami Zayn. That, that, I was just going to say it. I was just going to say that. That yep. promo he cut? I I was like, you know when you genuinely laugh at things? Like I was watching yeah. I was watching Bernie Mac, the Kings of Comedy last night when he was talking about his 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 sister's kids. I was genuinely laughing. Like it, I was laughing hard. Like it was very yeah. funny. I was genuinely laughing hard at Sami Zayn the way he was doing that stupid dance, and you knew what he was doing the whole time. Yeah, and that dumb crowd just like ate it up. That crowd, honestly, dude, that that crowd. He had to be so thankful for that specific crowd. And I know it's his hometown and everything, but like that, that couldn't have gone better for what he was trying to accomplish. No, it was perfect. Um, you, and I'm sure you've heard this, but you know he's not. He, apparently, he's, his last two promos have not been scripted. I guess when he came back, Vince said, uh, "Sammy, how, how do you feel?" And he was, you know, that he goes, "Just, just go with that." Like he knew basically where where he was going with it, but he said, "Just get out there and tell, talk about how you feel being back." And that that Vince, for some reason, I don't know why Sammy. I mean, he's proven him right, but like, why Sammy is the only one who's trusted to do that, and no one else can. But look at the difference, dude. Abe, we've talked about this forever. Like all, all, you have like six writers writing the same pro- type of promo for all of these different people, so it's really not that different of a voice. Exactly. You know the. So, I just I'm, I'm curious to see a why Sammy, and then look at the look at what happens when you when you have these people that that you that you hire uh, and and trust to some degree to do this. Look what happens when they get to add their own shit to it. Oh yeah, it makes a big difference. Look at Becky Lynch now. I mean, she's completely regressed. Like, I can't. I actually, I don't like Becky anymore. That's how bad she's become. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, you, you're a little harder on Becky than than I am right now. But, but I, but I think, dude, honestly, I think Becky was just like set up to sort of uh, peter out. You know, in a way, like there. I don't know. Like, where else do you go with Becky? But I agree. Even if, even if the storyline was hot, her promos and her mic skills are kind of just staying the same or going backwards you're right well if you remember too i mean after stone cold beat Shawn michaels at wrestlemania I, I remember his next program was with like i think they brought out dude love but before that Uh-oh. it was like they had he came out with the belt and vince came out. it's like everything seemed like there was nowhere to go yeah. and, and that's i mean i kind of understand it because after wrestlemania but you really should have a plan you shouldn't it shouldn't be this like we're only planning up to wrestlemania and then we're just gonna wing it no, dude, and that's that's my big problem with him right now. So, dude, that's right, Abe. So it's you're still talking about there's a publicly traded company touring the world who, for better or worse, has a ton of programming every week, who has live shows to do. If you're going to do it, then do it, and and don't look at after WrestleMania as like a, a come down or a re, or a lazy stretch. Like either either do an off season and maybe take you know just no WWE live stuff until a SummerSlam kicks back in or whatever, but. But to just, I don't understand how Vince can be proud of what's happening right now, of this product that they've just put no. out for the last two weeks. No, it's, it's awful. And, and, and like we said, it's always awful after WrestleMania, but there's just, it's all lazy. There's nothing creative. Sometimes they stumble on stuff like the Kofi thing, which there's no way that was ever their plan. Never. They just came across that, the Daniel Bryan thing. They tried holding him back as much as they could. I mean, the Becky Lynch thing, 100%, they didn't want to do. I mean, yep. these are things they just stumble upon, but I would love to actually see one of their grand plans really come together. Like, something yeah. they really worked hard on was the, uh, you know, like the Roman Reigns 
feud with Triple H or something. I mean, that was right. just boring. So I, I want to see yeah. something big that they put together that comes through, uh, that, that like, <laughs> that works, yeah, that excites right. us. It's, it's true. It's true. Do you, does part of you think Where's, that, yeah, do you? does part of you think that Vince owns AEW? I've considered it. I think there's too many things. There's, a, there's enough things to say no, uh, but I have considered it. Um, what made you say that? Well, a couple things. First of all, the, the the Hall of Fame stuff where they had Billy Gunn on, they they kept mentioning it. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I mean, the fact that it's going to TNT makes me think I guess he doesn't own it because it wouldn't really make sense to him, for him to do that. Right. Um, I don't know. But they, they do yeah, need I don't, to... I don't know either. I mean, I don't know, man. It, 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 it's interesting that they're like... Here's what I don't understand. Vince and WWE have... No matter what, no matter how great AEW is, I mean, at least for the next three to five years, WWE will be like the, the leader. They're not losing any market share. They're not losing any money. I mean, they're on top. I don't get why they concern themselves with something. So, like, you, you hear these stories. People at live events have been, you know, asked by security to take off AEW shirts. Like, I, to me, I don't get why that's so petty. Like, why are you worried about a, a, a shirt in the crowd, on a person, for a federation that hasn't even had a show. Yeah. That being said, though, AEW is going to be on TNT. And I really think it is. It, it, a couple things. It's and I, I want to wrap up with Sasha Banks, and then we'll, we'll end this. But I just want to say a couple things on AEW. I think it's going to be big on TNT because it's a real network that people could find. Yeah. But let's not get so excited about AEW because... NXT is only good because they have five matches on their events once every three months, like their pay-per-views. Right. I mean, if we had to watch the NXT characters on a two-hour show every week, yeah, I don't think NXT would be that good. I mean, they're doing a 60-minute yeah. show once a week where they have like one match. So right. you have to keep in mind that AEW, with the guys they have right now, the, the Kenny Omegas and the uh, Young Bucks and guys like that, they're not great on the mic, any of them. I mean, they're great wrestlers, yeah. and that's about it. So, like, let's not get too excited about AEW yet because I don't think AEW is going to be great unless they get someone like CM Punk who, who or, or, like, if they really base the show around Chris Jericho or something. I mean, if the show's based around Omega and the Young Bucks, sure, you're going to have your hardcore wrestling fans, but it's not going to be that entertaining. That's a good point. I mean, you're going to have great matches. Of course, of course you're going to have great matches. But I I don't think, I think people are getting too wrapped up in the fact that. And and, and yes, dude. And and here's the other thing, what you just said, and I've never thought of this until you just said this. Like, the fact that they've had so much um, lead up time and build and the hype, I I know it's good to create buzz and all that stuff. And it's it's crazy what they've been able to accomplish without even having ever run a show. It's, It's incredible. But. At what point, how long do you have until, like, the hype almost does you more disservice than good? Because no matter what, the first episode of AEW, I almost have to think will not live up to whatever expectations we all have. Unless CM Punk comes out and talks shit. Something crazy like that has to happen. Yeah, something like that is the only way to to not only take that buzz and keep it, but then grow it. That's the only way. Because right now, if you just have a, if you put on a weekly show or put on a, a TV show with, with like, Jim Ross you know, as the announcer too, by the way, who's not he, he, on the totally. top of his game at all. No, and and Justin Roberts is the ring announcer. Ugh. You kind of go, okay, this is a bit of a rehash, and then you have a Jericho Omega showdown. I I don't know. I don't know that that's like 
I don't know that that's going to be. It would it, it would be entertaining, and I'm sure it would be fine, and their their match would be great. But I don't know that that's what's going to get people really buzzing, like mainstream people. And the shows are selling out by default because it's just a hot. It's for for those hardcore wrestling fans. Yeah. I think they force themselves to love it. It's kind of it, it, there's no way they love some of this shit going on. Like that guy, who's yeah. that guy with the penis? Oh, uh, Joey Ryan. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> really, the guy with the penis. like, do you really love that? Or I mean, I know they act like everything's so great. Like when Ty Dillinger yeah. did the ten, ten, ten. Sure, I mean, sure. come on, that, was that ever good? No, I, I, yeah. I, and you know this. I said from the beginning. I said this guy's yeah. done, and you're like, I yeah. love Ty Dillinger. Yeah, he's all right. I, I did like him, but. But uh, I like his look, and I like the way he moved. I, I, I wasn't thinking, like, oh, yeah, this is the future of the, the industry. Um, <laughs> it's, all, it's a lot like when, like, Lollapalooza pre-sale, go, you know, tickets go on sale. It's like they don't even announce the artist, but you just have these morons who just, like, love festivals. And dude, be there dude it's Lollapalooza, man. Yeah, that's what this is. It's, it's, the, it's the culture where they think that, they, that it's like you have to be in the, on the ground floor. You're getting in first. It's got that buzz, like, the you know, the, the New Japan and the, you know, the ring of honor and all that, like, you know, the cool shit. And, and that's what it, that's why they're buying the tickets. Not because they have any clue what they're going to see. Yeah. And that, that whole thing where it's like, we're doing a show, we're doing our own show type thing that Cody does yeah. every time that's going right. to wear then. And Cody Rhodes was never the man. I mean, I liked him when he wore that mask and stuff. Like he said, some Dude, good- that was a great gimmick when he was like the disfigured Cody Rhodes. That was awesome. That, that was great. Brought out those, those paper bags for everyone. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. But he's not really, is he really the guy to lead your company? I mean, I, I people like him by default, but at some point this shit's going to wear then I'm telling you like people, yeah. as soon as AEW becomes a weekly program and if they start touring, I mean, are they yeah. going to tour? Are they going to do house shows? I don't know. Are they just going to do either. TV? So it's going to be interesting know. to see because WWE is doing four. What do they do? They do eight house shows a week, maybe yeah. because they do four with each show. I think, right. or is it three? Maybe something like that. I mean, it could be like six and or six or eight anywhere between there. Yeah. On top of the two TV taping. So it's like at some point eight, I, I just don't, let's not get too hyped about AEW. I think it's, we're setting ourselves yeah. up for failure because guys like when you watch ring of honor, and, and and these shows, I mean, it's great because it's such good wrestling and it seems cool. But if is Jay Lethal going to carry a TV show for fifty two totally. weeks a year? I doubt it. And by the way, I don't know the last time you actually looked at the current AEW roster. I mean, it, it, dude. I mean, for every Kenny Omega, there's about eight eight just real turds that, that, <laughs> that, that, that are really just. Uh, filling up space on a page. I mean, there's there's nothing, and not even like, oh, we don't. I don't know this guy, but just you can tell visually and the way that they even stand in their picture. You go, well, there's nothing that can be done with this guy. Like <laughs> that's literally he's it. Like that's it. That, yeah. And like the, the so, some of the some of the female, like Brandy Rhodes, is awful. There's she's never been good at anything. So now we yeah, have. I don't, to- get the, I don't get that either. The like the revisionist history. Look, I get it. It's Cody's wife. I get that she's going to be involved, but let's not make it like she was the first lady of wrestling. I, I don't exactly. I, I, I don't. I can't tell you. I literally, Abe. I can't tell you one thing Brandy Rhodes ever did in WWE. I don't know. Was she's she a ring. Announcer? She's a ring announcer. She's a ring announcer. Okay, but did she? Were there any angles, or was she ever on like involved? Did she ever talk? Like, was there ever any? No. Okay, then why, then why are we? Why do we care that Brandy Rhodes is is like the leading the female division? I don't mo- get mo- it. Most of her wrestling was done in TNA. 
And she was awful there too. I don't even know. Yeah, I didn't even know she was in TNA. That's how. I mean, she's she's not she's not like an influential woman in wrestling. See, this is the problem. This is what's great about our podcast. We could just be honest about everything because we don't give a shit about anything. Yeah. Because like even even all the other wrestling podcasts, they're in bed with AEW. They're in bed with WWE. They want to be, or or they have their own angles and 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 they want to like you know they're they're working on this. They have they're doing an appearance at Starcast or whatever. Yeah. We're not doing anything ever. (laughs) <laughs> no, and, and look, here's the other thing, and I, I'm not trying to be a dick because I know wrestling fans get really negative and opinionated. But, but nothing that you or I have said today, I, I feel like there you can't uh, you can't really argue with what you're saying. Is is don't get too excited. I mean, you're not coming out saying AEW is going to be trash just to say it. You're just saying no. it realistically. I'm excited um, about. It. I'm excited about same, what it's going to be. And just... I know, me too. But I just think it's a little like we need to pace you pace yourself right until. Until you really get the idea of what they're they're doing or how the the show's going to look, and there's a lot of X factors still to fall into place. I think a great example of what's probably going to happen is when you see NXT guys on Raw, and it's just they die instantly. When you start seeing, um, you know, Hangman Page come out every week with his cowboy right. gimmick or whatever it is, his chaps or yeah. whatever he does, he's sloppy yeah. looking, like not even a good body or anything, which is fine, I guess. But I mean. Just you're gonna wear then on a hangman page when they're they're talking about him like a top five guy. Yeah, and by the way, I don't know you said you wanted to wrap up, but but real quick, one more thought on this. Like uh, you saw the the story how um, AEW, I guess, reported and I don't know how true this is, but they offered Ambrose what was it six million or something? Yeah, a year, six million a year. Like he could top Dude, out at six million. Th- that's insane. I mean, <laughs> I, wouldn't I, he'd have to be the highest paid wrestler maybe ever? I think I Cena makes Cena like ten million. They said. I think they said yeah, but he on ma- just WWE. I think they. I think he, they said he was making that much, but still, that's okay. Cena, and he does like <laughs> so much Cena. merchandise yeah. and everything else. Totally. So, so my thinking in that whole AEW that story about AEW and, and the offer to Ambrose was honestly like I wouldn't be surprised if they put that out. If oh, they I'm sure. That story to a guy like Satin Ryan Satin or, or Meltzer uh, because. Even if it's not true, it's it's just kind of like it perks up the ears of a guy like Luke Harper who's fucking disgruntled and wants out. And <laughs> he just asked for his release. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. So that, that that's that's what happens, right? You you say, oh yeah, they're offering Ambrose six million. But the reality is probably a million, maybe. I mean, and that, but all you do is you put that out, literally, not even for fans or for any public person. You put that story out to to really just start spreading through the WWE culture. Yeah. To get them like to get them really thinking about leaving. When the real contract is like a million per year plus, you could make five million selling merchandise. You could, you could. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> you could. We're looking for a few hungry rock stars who could make up to five million dollars. <laughs> you know, reality is you're like, yeah, it's it's eighty grand. Um the the real the other big thing that they could do that would really, really get them buzzed is the whole remember when Nitro debuted and Luger came out? Like that was a big deal. Yeah. Like that 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 was crazy. Or like when Rick Rude was on Raw, but then showed up on... on what a difference a day makes. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. So the only way that shit works or happens where they get buzz, buzz, and really hurt WWE is not by announcing signings of guys like Chris Jericho or, I, you know, Luke Harper's going to sign with them, is if their very first show, someone comes out who is absolutely unexpected, tried and true WWE, and it's, it's a complete... I'm not talking a guy like on Cena's level, but like... You know, I don't know somebody that 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 like a Finn Balor elk that type sure, maybe yeah or, or, yeah or even to some degree and this is 
crazy, and I don't mean specifically him, but someone in like someone like Kane, who's a lifelong WWE guy, right? Oh. He's just, and, and he's not going to put the company, he's not going to carry the company, but like that's a, just a giant fu. Like that's what it is. It's it's not even uh, is he great? Is this is this awesome? It's more like how do we just stick it to Vince and get attention? Well, you know, they said they wanted Goldberg. Wow, that dude, was that'd be crazy. Or, dude, if Lesnar showed up on the first episode, oh my oh, god, Lesnar is the guy. Like that would yeah. be so great. That's and, it. But he's so anti everything they claim to be. I don't think they would sign him. Yeah, but he's also dude. If they have endless money, I mean, pretty much at this point, Brock Lesnar would go and be one of those like tax guys dressed up in the um, the Statue of Liberty costumes, twirling the sign <laughs> for like for Liberty Tax. Like Lesnar would do that at this point if the money was right. Pretty much, though, you, you can't forget Tony Khan is just some nerd rich kid who loves wrestling. Pretty yeah. soon, he's gonna stop giving the power to the young bucks. Like he's gonna start doing shit that he wants to do, like signing a guy like Brock. Or Hogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no matter what they say, like, you know, they're going to be like, hey, man, uh, you know, that's not really our style, man, bringing a guy like Hulk. Tony Khan's going to be like, hey, fuck off. It's my federation. Like, you guys have exactly. these fake executive vice president titles, which are completely <laughs> fake, it seems like. Yeah, I mean, just, just fake titles. Like, oh, vice yeah. president of whatever. You're not vice president of anything. It's Tony Khan's no, playroom. He's playing yeah. with daddy's money. Yeah. He, he's like Ted Turner. Only he actually likes wrestling, and he has an yep. endless supply of money. His dad doesn't give a shit. His dad makes bumpers for every car you've ever seen on the road. You I didn't know, know that. That's that's where the con money came from. They they opened a factory. No they opened a factory in Champagne, and and they they made these. It's a certain kind of bumper that like almost every car uses. Crazy. And he still has the factory in Champagne. He's a bunch of under other factories. He owns the Jaguars. That family yeah. has so much money. They're just playing around. Tony Khan, this is like a little play. He's playing. See, so so, so with that, that's interesting. Uh, financially and like the resource wise and like with the TV deal and, and all that, on paper and right now, it, it seems set up that, that they would have any means to succeed. That it, And if they don't succeed, they'll just throw more money at something and, and, and succeed. But... Look at WCW. They had all the talent. They had a ton of money, endless money, and like they just didn't know how to be. But wait, hang on. You're missing something. You're missing something though. TNT was uh, TNT owned them. Okay, they sold TNT. Was sold to uh, to whatever the the company got sold. Yeah. Was it to Time whatever Warner got sold? Time Warner. Yeah, the Time Warner merger. Time Warner merger. So it was big. Time Warner. Yeah, exactly. So it was much bigger. Than the Federation, like they they just looked at Monday Nitro as just another part of their portfolio. This is actually right. Tony Khan's Federation, and their TV partner yeah, is TNT. I see what you're saying. It's right, like how right, the UFC's right. TV partner now is ESPN. WWE is moving to Fox and and, and okay, USA. But, but here's my point, though. Here's my point. Tony Khan might be a wrestling fan has has an open checkbook, but does he know how to like maintain morale backstage? Does he know how to to, to operate a company? Uh, that is conducive to actually re- a wrestling company. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's like, my point. One that's what I'm saying. Thing, it, it, yeah. I'm saying it, he's going to fuck like, it all up. <laughs> that's yeah, my point. No, he, he, <laughs> he very well might. So I hope that for whoever's sake is involved, like they actually have this running uh, beyond the whims of a rich kid. You don't think he wants to like be able to text Goldberg and be like buddies with Goldberg and, and like have oh, Goldberg yeah. call him boss? He wouldn't jerk <laughs> off to that. Yeah, that's like his right. biggest wet dream. Like, oh, yeah, Dad uh, Goldberg called me boss yesterday. Oh, that's very good, very good, son. 
Very good. Yeah. Good it's for true. you. I mean, it, it's like, uh, it, you know, it's, it's, this reminds me of something, and I don't want to call out your brother, but like, I think when Green Day was at, at Q101 years ago, we, we, you know, said, oh, let Mike, you know, your brother Mike loves Green Day. Let, do you mind if I call him on speakerphone? And like, dude, am I telling this right? I think he was at Green Day. We called Mike, right? No, no, I called. No. So, okay. No, you did. Yeah. So Green Day were in studio. My little brother Mike right. loved Green Day. Yeah. The, the record guy was, I thought he was like my favorite record guy, which that like, yeah, yeah. it didn't ruin the relationship, but it sure wasn't good. good. So I'm yeah. like, uh, so I'm, I'm like, Mike, come down here. Green Day are here right now. So as yeah. they're leaving, Mike's like, oh, I'm at, I'm at the uh, Roosevelt stop. I won't be there for like three minutes, whatever, seven minutes. I'm like, oh man, they're, I'm like, they're getting in the elevator. So I run to the elevator. Yeah. As the door's closing, I stick my phone and I'm like, hey, uh, my brother Mike <laughs> wants to talk to you guys. And they're like, uh, hey. And Billy Joe Armstrong's like, uh, hey, what's up, dude? Yeah. And, and then, then I was nervous as shit. And he was like, uh, hey, what's up? And, and I'm like, that was it. Yeah. And then, then I'm like, okay. And then the, the elevator door closed and everyone had like this right. look on their face. And then that record yeah. guy's like, hey, dude, uh, you're not supposed to do that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, like, yeah, but that's what I, my point in even bringing that up is that that's what this is with Tony Khan. It's like, you. You get there, you, you want to meet Hulk Hogan, right? But you have no fucking clue what to say to him when you do. <laughs> like, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's this whole thing is like, you, you have this pipe dream as a fan, and like you want to assemble this thing. Okay, and then you did it, but then now what? Now it's actually time to do it. Now what? Yeah. And then when and then at the end of the day, is he really gonna? Does he really care that much about watching Matt Jackson wrestle, or does he want to totally. see Brock, or does he want to see all yeah. the guys he grew up loving and be a yeah. part of it? Of course he does. Yes. Yeah. Right. Uh, last thing. Okay, so <laughs> Sasha Banks, good riddance, right? Like that's it. Enough already. Yeah. I mean, all yeah, yeah, the, all yeah. the shit about her and the. I mean, and that's the only thing that that AEW did, like for their first show. It wasn't even AEW; it was just all in. But they did that yeah. thing where they're like, you know, we did this on our own. And then Brandy's crying. You know, we deserve this. We blah blah blah. Okay, you could do you you deserve it once. Yeah. But when you always deserve it and you tell us how hard you worked and you're always yeah. crying and you, you, you're this innovator and this trailblazer, it's bullshit at some point. And yeah. I'm, I'm just, I, I can't stand it. Yeah. And that's all well, Sasha I, I does. Beyond, yeah, dude. And even beyond it. Okay. So even beyond the, the crying or the, the, that, that presentation, I guess, with Sasha's character or whatever, um, uh, in real life terms, signing up for that job and agreeing to, to, to sign that contract and do that job, you have to know based on the, the many, many years of wrestling that we all understand and, and follow, there is no precedent set that you will always be on top. You're going to lose your title. You're going to flounder in the mid-card for a while. Look at a guy like Randy Orton. Oh, he, all, he doesn't even know, care. He titles, just keeps getting the millions and just... Exactly. How many titles has he won? How many main events has he been in? But then how many garbage feuds has he had? You know, oh, he's feuding with the great colleague. Like, <laughs> I mean, like... And but guess what? Orton got it. He knows the business, and he knows like, okay, it's a, it's a wave, dude. You ride the wave. It's an ebb and a flow. Sometimes you're down, sometimes you're up. But the first time you get your belt, your titles taken off, like you're gonna throw a fit and try to quit. I mean, goodbye, bye. Yeah. And then she she thinks she's so good. The, her problem is that she can't talk, and that's it. If she yeah. could talk, believe. And then this pissed me off because. I'm, you know, it is true there is racism and there's sexism and stuff, but this is not a case of that at all. No. They're not racist because she said, "I guess you have to be a blonde with fake boobs to be on top." No, you okay, don't. you have to have, you have to be you have to be able to speak sentences without sounding like you have three tongues. So, so your your main event was two girls who are flat chested. One's a redhead, 
Ronda Rousey, I don't know whatever that, that color is, but it's not blonde, really. Um, right. Charlotte Flair, yeah, she has blonde hair and fake boobs, but without the blonde hair and fake boobs, she's still your best wrestler anyway. She 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 pretty much has it all. She is your probably best female wrestler, Charlotte Flair, even yeah. though she's Ric Flair's daughter. So it's not fair to say that. I didn't like that. That, that really turned me off. Yeah. Like, that was it's the true. goodbye blow for Sasha for me. Yeah. I, I don't... Uh... And look, I mean, Sasha's been, Sasha has like that fan base that ever, you know, everyone pops when you hear the, 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 the song and, you know, she sells the sunglasses and the, 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 like knuckle jewelry and that shit that says legit boss. But I mean, I, I mean, I don't know that Sasha was really in the position to throw, to, to, to take her ball and go home or throw a fit. It's not like she was setting the world on fire. You know, she, she, she wasn't like, uh, you know, I mean, she wasn't really, I mean, thinking back on Sasha on the main roster, it's not like. I can't even remember a time where we were like, oh, man, I can't wait to see what Sasha does Monday. Exactly. I mean, she, like I said, she has it all. The looks. She was yeah. a, a decent wrestler. Now, it's just the, the, at some point, it only gets you so far. Finn Beller's having that problem now. He yeah. has everything except he can't talk. I mean, that's why yep. he was doing that shit where he was sticking his tongue out and all that stuff. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's, it's like you're, the, the foundation of what you have can get you there, can take you far but like it's what what's that little extra that like you you bring that's gonna keep you there and push you even further and they sasha doesn't have that and i and as much as i hate to say because i do love finn balor like in the ring and i think he does have a good look and and the entrance is awesome and all like he really dude honestly like he's he's, that whole thing looks great but it just it dies out at a certain time yeah because he can't talk yeah 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 yeah. and trust me when mercedes Kaysner Vernado shows up on AEW with purple hair yeah. and the sunglasses on, it's not going to have the same impact as Sasha Banks. Trust me. No. no. Because no one's going to give a shit about Mercedes. And Mercedes is going to probably be a Mickey James type as soon as she leaves WWE. So she she should beg Vince to stay. Yeah. It's her only chance to actually make something. Because once she gets to AEW, okay, she'll have the title, but it's going to be like most of their other female wrestlers there. It's like, do you, who cares? They're all just boring looking. They yeah. had all they own. She she really is a scrapper. Okay. Yeah. Well, did you think back to, to when when TNA when Hogan and Bischoff were? Remember that little era in TNA yeah. when Hogan and Bischoff? Were, so like they they were really you know focused on you know bringing in those the people that wanted to be there and that was the whole thing. But then I mean within within three months these people who had left WWE who who you know they were they were just so down and sour on Vince they get there and then. Within three months, they're like, they've resigned because then they do shoot interviews or they're like, yeah, no one had a fucking clue what they were doing. It was garbage and awful. I mean, <laughs> just, just because you're upset right now with Vince doesn't mean that the other option is going to, is actually going to be better. Exactly. Yeah. It's that grass is always greener type thing. And then yeah, you yeah, end yeah. up, it just ends up way worse. Yeah. Exactly. And these, some, some of these poor guys probably still haven't been paid by Dixie who, you know, when I'm. They were like, TNA is the only uh, company in America that treats its wrestlers like they need to be treated. And then literally fast forward three months, they're like, yeah, I haven't seen a, a paycheck from Dixie in like in six weeks. And they all get that speech from her. She's like, you know, my checks don't clear, but you know, I do always pay in pussy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> all right, we'll wrap it up on that. Uh, that there you one. go. Because, you know, I, I think Kevin Nash banged her. Dude, Dixie, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm sure he gave uh, X-Pac the Polaroid. Too. <laughs> hey, 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 kid, I got one more for you. Oh, man, you got Dixie? I've been trying to bang her for a year. All right, we'll talk to you guys right, next time. You. Bye.
Later. If you were going to give the United States of America an enema, you'd stick the holes right here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania.